0: Rapid expansion? We're ready. Worker shortage? We're good. Anything can change the world of work. A celebrity buys the company. Depends on who it is. But relax, we've got ADP. From HR
1: to payroll, ADP designs forward-thinking solutions to take on the next anything. Roots was a television sensation 40 years ago. Now, the TV miniseries has been reimagined, and we'll be talking to one of the executive producers and the man who played the original Kunta Kente and the cast of the new miniseries on the Speakeasy podcast. This is WSJ Speakeasy, your source for entertainment, pop culture, celebrity, and the arts. Hey, this is Christopher John Farley, a senior editor for The Wall Street Journal. We'll be talking to LeVar Burton, who starred in the original 1977 Roots miniseries and is now the co-executive producer of the reimagined version. We'll also be talking with Reggae John Page, who plays Chicken George in Roots, and also Malachi Kirby, who plays... Kente in the new version. Back in 1977, Roots changed the dialogue about race and slavery in American history. The star of the original series was Lavar Burton. He's joining us now as a guest. He's executive producing a new version of Roots that will be airing on History starting on May 30th. Lavar Burton, thank for talking to the Wall Street Journal.
2: It's my pleasure.
1: Okay, so Roots was first published as a book in 1976. It aired as a miniseries in 1977. Forty years later, why is now the right time for a remake?
2: Well, um, you know, it's been said that every good story or any good story needs to be shared with each succeeding generation. And 40 years is, is the numerical definition of a generation. Um, And so if this this current generation in America, you know, I learned yesterday that um, fully half of the people alive today were not alive when, half the people in the country today were not alive when roots aired originally. So that's a whole lot of people who don't have a firsthand exposure to this very important story. And as the old one, as you look at it, it was made in 1977. There are, there are flaws, certainly in the, the, the makeup. Um, and the storytelling style is very much of its time. We live in a much faster, frenetic, kinetic world today. And our storytelling re- definitely reflects that. So we had to retell this story in a storytelling language that this current generation would understand if we were going to get them to embrace this story.
1: Now, of course, watching the new series, it seemed to me there have been some changes. For example, there seems to be much more of an emphasis on really portraying African culture, you also seem to be very interested in making sure people realize that uh, there's a deep history in the culture that Kunta Kinte was ripped from and then brought to America. You taught, make reference to Timbuktu and how he wanted to go there mm-hmm. to attend university. Mm-hmm. Tell me a bit about mm-hmm. going from being an actor in the first series to being an executive producer in this new version and what you wanted to do differently.
2: Well, one of the things that was really apparent to us was there was an opportunity to take advantage of a lot of scholarship that has been done um, in the, 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 the 40 years um, since the original. And that's as a result, really, of the, the popularity of, of the book and the miniseries. There's been a lot of attention paid on um, the history of West Africa and the Gambia specifically and, and the Mandinka culture. We know now that the Mandinka were, were horse warriors. And Alex didn't know that originally. When when he got to Juffurey in the early 1970s, it was a small village. But in the 1750s and the 1760s, it was a major center of commerce. The Portuguese were there. The French, the British, came to study horsemanship from the Mandinka. So all of that rich uh, uh, history um, has been included this time around.
1: And, of course, in this version of Roots, Malachi Kirby plays Kunta Kinte. He's a young actor. What is it like for you to see a part portrayed by another actor that you made famous back in the 70s?
2: It's been a real joy for me. Um, Malachi is an amazing actor. And I... I, uh, and in addition to that, he's a, he's a remarkable human being. I couldn't think of anyone better to hand this role over to. Um, he's magnificent in the part and embodies everything that, that we were looking for in the actor to play Kunta Kente. And I'm incredibly proud of his performance. And, and this young man will be a part of my life for the, for the rest of my life. He's like a, a son and a brother um, both.
1: I remember when I was a kid and Roots first aired, I'd read the book first when I was really, really young, watched the um, the series on TV. And then at school, I remember having to get in fights with white kids who would call me Kunta Kinte. And I thought to myself, that's weird because Kunta Kinte is a good thing. Why are you trying to call yes. me Toby? Um, how, so right. skipping forward to today, what do you do to make sure the history gets through to viewers about the meaning of what's going on here, about the culture, about what actually happened to African Americans in the Middle Passage, so people get it and don't just pick, cherry pick things and misunderstand the history you're trying to relate.
2: I'm so glad you brought that up because that 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 is a phenomenon that I too w- was aware of. That when Roots first came out, because of the, the the newness of the experience of seeing this part of our of of, of our country's past through the lens of the black people, it was such a new experience that people had to really adjust in their own ways as to what that meant to them. And because of the negative portrayals of black people that had been so prevalent for so long in our cultural storytelling, some of the initial response was that this was a negative too, that yet another representation of, of, of black people ha- having African origins and, and those origins moving from Africa to a, an enslaved state here in America, that that was a, 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 a source of, of shame and not pride. But over time, that turned around, and Kunta has become now an international symbol for the indomitability of the human spirit. I, I find that really, really fascinating. Again, Alex Haley used to say that history is written by the winners and, and that is certainly true. And and in us claiming this story, and by us I mean people of color, claiming this story and claiming Kunta as a hero, the rest of the population has had no choice
1: but to to follow suit. What do you think and of the r- what do you think of that song by Kendrick Lamar, King Kunta? Love that song.
2: How could I not love that song? I mean, (laughs) look, look, Kunta has been and will continue to be a a major part of my life and legacy. And to have him celebrated um, so vigorously in popular culture by an artist like Kendrick Lamar, um, it just speaks to the impact that, um, that this story and this character has had on consciousness.
1: And speaking of rap, what did Questlove bring to the table as the guy who helped do the music for this new version of Roots?
2: Again, it was a a part of our desire to really speak to this young generation. And music is a powerful part of of storytelling when you're talking about moving pictures and sound. And having Questlove's um, ear... And, and his talent, his heart, his imprint in the pulse of this thing was really critical and, and has been critical to the way the picture works.
1: Now, I understand that you've traced your own roots through DNA testing. Can you tell me a bit about mm-hmm. the results and what it meant to you? Uh, for me, um,
2: it's something that I've always wanted to do. And, and because now of the, the, the success of the Human Genome Project, I was able to give a DNA sample and, and get the information back as to where on the planet my particular DNA shows up. I was not surprised to find out that a large a majority uh, of, of, of my genetic code comes from sub-Saharan Africa. But I was shocked to discover that fully almost a quarter of, of my, my genetic code comes from Europe, from England and Ireland. And that, that blew me away.
1: Well, we've been talking to Lavar Burton. He's the executive producer of the new remake of Roots that airs, begins to air on May 30th on History, A&E, and Lifetime. Of course, he was also the star of the 1977 version, but the new version airs May 30th. Lavar Burton, thanks for talking to The Wall Street Journal. My pleasure. Coming up, the cast of the new miniseries on the Speakeasy Podcast.
3: I'm Veronica Dagger. Do you want to know how the rich invest, spend, and protect their money? Then listen to the Watching Your Wealth podcast. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts and find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify.
1: WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, WSJ Speakeasy. Your source for entertainment, pop culture, celebrity, and the arts. Hey, this is Christopher John Farley, a senior editor with the Wall Street Journal. I'm talking to one of the stars of the new remake of Roots. His name is Malachi Kirby, and he plays Kunta Kinte in Roots. Malachi, thanks for talking to the Wall Street Journal. No, thank you for your time. Now, of course, LeVar Burton played your part of Kunta Kinte in the original 1977 miniseries. He's now working as the executive producer of this new version of Roots. Uh, what did you... Um, get from watching the original and his performance, and what kind of communication did you two have during the making of this new version?
3: I first saw the original roots about four years ago. I was about 22, and it changed my life, and it changed how I saw myself and how I viewed myself in this world. Um, When I found out I'd be playing a part one of the first conscious decisions that I made as an artist was to do my best to forget what I'd seen um, LeVar do. I didn't want to try and emulate something that he did because I needed to tell the truth. And I felt like if I tried to copy in any way or shape or form what LeVar had done, then I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't be telling the truth. I'd, I'd be telling his truth. Um I wanted to come to this story the same way I believed he did, with his own understanding of the content, um, with his own integrity and his own experience. Um, And so I began this journey like that. I didn't meet LeVar until about a month and a half into filming, a month and a half of what would have been maybe five months. And I wasn't expecting anything from him. But what I received was something i didn't know that i needed i received so much support so much love um and peace from him actually and knowing that he was at peace with me um taking on this role and he had a part to play in it that was tremendously encouraging um i felt for the most part very inadequate um and very unprepared um for taking on this role and he certainly gave me a lot of encouragement and wisdom. He shared things with me, though I think they were indirect. Um, He shared nuggets of wisdom with me as an elder that definitely had an effect on the way that I took on this role and the way I'll probably take on life after this.
1: This There's a very powerful scene in the first night of the miniseries where your character... Kunta Kinte is whipped and the overseer is trying to whip you into submission. And it's very bloody, it's very graphic, it's very powerful. Can you walk me through what it was like to film an emotional scene like that?
3: I can try. Lavar came up to me speaking about those little nuggets of wisdom just before we did the scene, the morning of that day. We spent a whole day on that scene, by the way. And he came up to me and he, he said to me, Malachi, I was a mighty child. You are a mighty man. He hugged me and then he walked away. And I won't go too much into that, but basically how that affected me, those words, um, when I later went on to do the scene, I believe in the second take. Um, well, no, actually from the first take. The scene was left very open. We had a script, but it wasn't like, okay, this is how it needs to go. There wasn't a timing on it. It was basically, you know, say Kunta Kinte until you feel, you need to say Toby, until you feel like you're broken. And after about 10 lashes, um, though I'm never actually physically hit, of course, um, I'm responding to the sound of the whip that's behind me as opposed to the actual hit. And after 10 lashes, I came to a point where I, f- I thought, okay, as a human, I'd probably give up at this point. It broke me down, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I, I was in tears, and the cameras stopped rolling, and I was in tears, and I couldn't get up. And um, it was horrible, and it needed to be horrible. It was, I, wasn't, I wasn't actually ever hit, but it, I, felt, I genuinely felt like I could hear the screams and the cries, and I could feel the pain of every single person who had gone through it. That's how much it it overpowered me like it was horrible and I couldn't, it was like, I couldn't find the off button. I couldn't switch it off. And I was just a mess basically. And it was because it wasn't just the pain of being hit, but the idea that someone is having their identity beaten out of them. It made me remember that this is for real. We're doing it on a plantation. You understand the overseer has got all the other people enslaved to come and watch this atrocity and this happened this isn't yes we're reenacting it but these things happened and it was just a very visceral reminder that this happened and it maybe even happened right here and it was horrific and it, it needed to be it was every it, it it just needed to be um and then you know we have to get up and do it again and again and again it was a hard day. It was one of the, yeah, it was definitely one of the hardest days on that set.
1: Well, we're talking to Malachi Kirby. He plays Kunta Kinte and the new version of Roots. The first night airs May 30th on History, a and and Lifetime. Malachi, thanks for talking to The Wall Street Journal. Thank you. Coming up, Reggae John Page. Hi, I'm Paul Vigna. If you do not subscribe to the Money Beat Podcast, you are going to feel worse than a short seller on the day of a big rally. Go to iTunes and wsj.com slash podcasts. You want to sign up for this one. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. This is Christopher John Farley. I'm a senior editor at the Wall Street Journal. Welcome to the Wall Street Journal Speakeasy Podcast. We're talking to one of the stars of the reimagined TV miniseries Roots which is going to be airing on May 30th on History a and and Lifetime and that star is Reggae John Page Reggae, thanks a lot for talking to the Wall Street Thank Journal
0: Thank you, you're very welcome
1: Great and you play Chicken George on Roots he is a mm-hmm. slave who wins his freedom. I've heard you talk about the fact though that you He's a don't-
0: man who's slave. he's not a
1: slave Yeah you, you, you said you, you don't play him as a slave you want to play him as a person. Tell me about what you mean by that
0: um, I think that the one of my main goals in approaching this project and one of the reasons that I was happy to do so um, was to bring three dimensions to an area of history that I don't think is represented fully very often um, and I think there are a number of reasons that I think it makes a lot of people uncomfortable for a number of reasons across the board and I think that the most important thing to do is to rehumanize these people who were enslaved they were not slaves, the whole point of Uh, The brutality of slavery in the Americas was to dehumanize people. Um, And I think that the greatest resistance that people had to that was not losing their humanity. They remained people, and if we have to emphasize with that, if we have to not distance that history from ourselves, we need to remember that these are people like us. They are us. They were us. Um, And so my job as an actor, as an artist, is to make sure that those people are recognizable as ourselves, and then maybe our empathy will kick in a little stronger.
1: You yeah. Uh, what for you was the most emotional scene to play? I mean, there's one scene that stood out to me where Chicken mm-hmm. George is just sort of pushing you out. Seen the whole series? Yeah, um. Yes, I have. And um, oh wow. And there's one scene where you've kind of pushed out the the uh, other guy who used to be in charge of the fighting chickens, and mm-hmm. you sort of see the sadness in his part that this new guy is pushing him out, and you see the eagerness on your part. But, of course, you're both enslaved persons, and so the whole scene is sort of shot with with sadness in the end. Is there a scene for you that stands out that really was difficult for you to play or emotionally challenging?
0: Um, I mean, every single day on the set presented new challenges. Um, and scenes like that, incidentally, are exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, yes, we're both enslaved people, but there's, of course, micro-politics. It's like in any environment that people have ever found themselves in. You still have people you like and people you don't like, we're we're not just both slaves, you see what I'm saying? There's all kinds of nuance to the relationships between everyone in the show, and that stuff really excites me. So if you to pull out a scene like that, and the nuance of the scene and the relationships, the people in the scene, that is so, so, so gratifying to me. Um, In terms of the most challenging things to film, I think sometimes everything conspired against us. I mean, we're in a, we're shooting in Louisiana. It's um, July, June, August, and it's 100 degrees every day, 100% humidity. Even are not easy conditions. It was, um, but this is not inappropriate to what we're shooting. Uh, so that can kind of help inspire what you're doing. And so on a day like that, when you're standing on the grounds, on the actual plantations, on places that still hold the wealth that was built in the story we're telling, uh, doing 20 takes of watching your mentor get his head caved in with the back of a rifle can take its toll on you. You know, your body's in the place and your mind starts going to the place. And then to keep going and doing that over and over, covered in mud, sweating from every corner in your body, being bitten by every bug known to mankind. Um, there are moments when, yeah, it gets less than pleasant and quite demanding. But then on the flip side, because you are in that environment and because you are so close to reenacting a story that really did happen exactly where you're standing, that then re inspires you and reinvigorates you and gives you the energy to know that you're getting the, the tiniest imaginative taste of what very people went through and relying on you to represent faithfully.
1: One other thing that sort of stood out to me is the fact that your character ages several decades. As you watch him, <laughs> yeah and of course yeah, it, yeah. that involves makeup, it involves other kinds of acting choices. Can you tell me a bit about the process you went through to age your character in terms of the makeup and also in terms of the the you know your your posture your, yeah. your what you did to make your to communicate that this character is going through the aging process
0: Gosh. Um, yeah, a lot went into that, I mean, as you said, for starters, we're talking two and a half hours in the makeup trailer every morning incredible very careful cat work myself and my my makeup prosthetics did became pretty much best friends but in this production We spend more time with each other than anyone else on that set we were first in about four in the morning before anyone else started and last out um, and that's actually kind of useful it gives you some cool almost meditation times you have to kind of sit very still while someone recreates your face every day uh... which is almost a bit of cheat code for an actor. It's great kind of having this fantastic new props to look at that alienate you slightly from the self that you know. Um, but then also in terms of aging, yeah, there are physical choices. Um, I kind of tried to be very specific. There are certain pieces of damage that Andy George has taken on. I kind of use, It prompts you to imagine stories of, I think there's a 20, 25 year gap between night three and night four. And so I get to imagine what happened then, where I may have picked up various scars. It's, there are a couple of scars on my face that I wanted to put in um, that we added, ended up adding to the makeup because aging isn't just wrinkles. It's what damage you take, it's what life has taken out of you, what mistakes you've made, what triumphs you've had. And so a lot of the work is just very imaginative like that. If I could get very specific about all this experience I'd picked up, then that almost quite naturally goes into my body. Um, thinking about how proud I am of myself or how not proud I am of myself and my choice in the last 25 years, naturally then we'll go into your spine and you stoop a little bit or your voice drops or you say things with a certain authority or with a certain tentativeness depending on how you feel about that gap. Um, am I still making sense at
1: this point? <laughs> you certainly are. And so, so you've been cast in this great miniseries, high profile, um, playing an iconic mm. character. What's next for you?
0: I have absolutely no idea and I'm thrilled by that. (laughs) I like that the landscape that I'm in at the moment, particularly media wise, is so unpredictable that I have no idea what's coming up. I think there's a lot of unpredictable media out there and I'm excited to kind of be surprised.
1: Well, it's been great talking to Reggae John Page. He plays Chicken George in the Reimagined Roots that's airing on History, A and E and Lifetime. Reggae, thanks for talking to the Wall Street Journal.
0: Thank you very much for having me. You're very welcome.
1: Well, that's our conversation with LeVar Burton, the executive producer of the new reimagined version of Roots, and also our chat with Malachi Kirby and Reggae John Page. Thanks a lot for listening to us.